Right. This is another podcast by Jessica Tangelder. Right, I thought that sounds pretty cool. Anyway, today I would like to talk about, um, yeah, if business indeed can contribute to the greater good. So, uh, having said that, it's not that I mean that businesses do not harm the environment, but they actually contribute. So, they make profit by contributing to the... To, the better, to a better society as a whole or their environment or to come up with uh, smart solutions to uh, innovative solutions to, to make processes more effective uh, and cost productive while the environment is also benefiting from that and this is always really difficult for people to yeah I still have a sense that it's still people find it a paradox that if you make great money and business then yeah it's not actually possible that you contribute something to the to the world um, personally i'm also sometimes struggling with that personally i'm i'm not into technology so much i love to work with uh, new media and um innovative ways of of, of communication but i'm not uh, a technician um And when I coach startups or entrepreneurs, I always love the, to coach those people that yeah need it, mo it most and have a lot of potential in them, but they're still insecure or they don't see uh, fast forward what they can, uh, what the world has store for them. And I think that's really um, yeah for me that's really interesting to work with them. However, yeah. The, there's little money in there you know so do i only have to work with the people that actually already have huge investments and have different challenges is a stake i i know i'm also capable of helping them you know my uh work with emerging teams effectively make sure that um your team yeah maintains to be motivated and the staff turnover reduces and so also the investor is actually having more chance to uh, having invest in the right product or business uh, and also possibilities for the startup to scale as a whole and the CEO to focus on their business development instead of micromanaging everything what happens on the operational level This is all things I can contribute to, uh, to as well. And I got some proposals today. And, um, yeah, I, I love to work in spaces where, you know, the stakes are high and uh, your environment is dynamic and challenging. Um, on the other hand, I also really love to work in Bangalore with uh, some female entrepreneurs that are really, you know, uh, have a lot of brain power, have a lot of experience, uh, talk multiple languages, are really global citizens. However, their context is still not so well developed as we have in the Netherlands. I'm actually based in Amsterdam. And there's even people, friends of mine, that are foreigners. They're from Italy or from UK. And they actually claim that we, as the Dutch, live in a bubble. And this is not really reality, reality because everything is being taken care of. Um, 
Interesting, interesting topic uh, to talk about in another t uh, podcast, I think. Yeah, that would be great to talk about actually if the Dutch do live in a bubble or not and what people actually mean by this. But today I'm still talking about the greater good and businesses and if you can really contribute to the world as a whole when you uh, when you make money. And, uh, well, I think this is actually where the actual innovation kicks in. Because if you can find something that is way more effective, can scale um, with less staff members and also less costs in terms of the environment and all the material resources you have to use for it, I think that's really what, when you come to um, so maybe this is also some insights for startups, you know, like how can you actually contribute to a better world? Also, how can people connect in a better way through social media and feel able to, to express themselves and to be vulnerable? Um, uh, like uh, yeah, yesterday there was a really nice uh, periscope of uh, one of my mastermind uh, team members. Um, his name is Niels, and he was actually expressing his feelings that he um, uh, can that he cannot remember when he cried for the last time, and uh, he uh, he had some difficult times uh, working really hard as a yeah uh, in in an area that is not really popular to to name maybe on this podcast anyway he uh, he earned quite some money with it and then he got a burnout and um yeah so what he was doing making all this money was not connected to his uh purpose and purpose is often a strange terminology what the heck is a purpose it sounds fake uh do we need to have a purpose um well, I think it's a beautiful self-fulfilling uh, prophecy mindset to actually believe that you need a purpose in life, uh, or at least to be aware of it. I think that's the way to put it. I think everyone has a purpose. And uh, for me, purpose, um, this is also when I do mentoring with, my, uh, with the entrepreneurs I'm training, we also eliminate purpose before we actually get into the hands-on stuff, because I want to prevent... Uh, emerging entrepreneurs, startups, to, you know, go for the quick wins, uh, but meanwhile they're actually um, uh, betraying themselves because they're not using what they really would love to do or their potential. And uh, making money is not only uh, is not only uh, the thing that uh, makes the clock th tick, I think. So... For me, purpose, uh, well, I can tap into that a little bit. Uh, ex um, there's four elements in purpose for me. Personal vision is also what I call purpose or your sweet spot. Um, I think this is all purpose. Uh, your personal purpose, I think it's uh, there's three or four elements to it. One is uh, your passion. And passion is often also a strange word. What what is passion? Um, I like to work with uh, with terminologies that are vague, so that's why I always uh, try to unravel those. Uh, well, purpose is something that um, 
that you would do, that you would execute in terms of work or a habit or uh, a skill, even though uh, people will not pay f- for it, because you'd love to do it, so you will not stop it anyways. Make sure you can maintain doing it uh, while you do your paid stuff, for example. And also, it's a thing that um, time passes by. Like this morning, I've been working on uh, some emails and uh, yeah, some nice stuff, some less nice stuff. And I remember that I really got in, in a flow state when I was interacting with um, yeah, a mentor... Um, that's working for a startup Amsterdam and uh, Ruben is his name, Nijenhuis and uh, yesterday we had a really interesting Skype and now I was emailing him so he can introduce me to uh, Be Amsterdam which is a a really nice, well it's more than a co-work space I think it's it's a shelter or it's a habitat I should say shelter sounds a little paternalistic Uh, a a habitat for uh, emerging startups that do, yeah, to get the first funds in and have, yeah, our seed is that and uh, I really got in a flow state because I think he was challenging me to uh, move up to a higher um, well level of, of thinking um, and to to challenge myself why I do what I do and how I, my what I do is actually helping potential emerging startups that are already seeded um, and are not you know uh, early early stage startups and uh, yeah that was really the st- he got me in the space that I wanted to be in. And now I could really, well, not pitch, I don't like pitch, but I could really express and provide him the data I have, why those sessions are so uh, valuable for him uh, and the space he's working in. So, for example, for investors and CEOs of, of those emerging startups. And uh, because I really want to, yeah, um, uh, upscale as well. I really, I'm ready for the next step. After two years of experimenting with a lot of facilitation techniques, I know now exactly um, what to do in which situation to get human energy, connectivity, and resource sharing uh, in 20 minutes on the spot, unlocked um, for startup teams, which is really, really cool. Uh, well, this is not a podcast too, but anyway, he got me in this flow state and that for me is, I was, you know, even though nobody paid me to email him or something and there's no concrete offer, uh, or business, but, um, I was working on my passion, which is knowledge sharing, which is, um, dealing with complicated, uh, topics, uh, wicked problems, they call it and try to to seek nuances in um in in challenges and, and to, to find new solutions um quick solutions that are also really um easy to implement um but you have to implement it and how that's that's how I get people uh, to do that so that's passion and the second one, uh, I'm still talking about purpose. Um, purpose, so first one is passion, and the second one is talent. And talent is also a vague terminology. 
in my opinion. And uh, the the hassle of uh, talent is that you cannot really know what your talent is in general. Um, if you would be alone on the world, the planet Earth, <laughs> you would not even discover what your talent is. Because that's really, I'm talking philosophy now, this is really more of uh, reflective, um, obtaining reflective knowledge, because it's something what others, other people can only only tell or illuminate. It's, um, it's something that you cannot, you know, know by yourself, because it's often most obvious for you. Uh, to do, uh, but others can see that they are lacking that skill or that insight or that uh, knowledge and um, they can point it out like, hey, you're really good at this. Are you aware of that? So I always recommend the entrepreneurs I'm coaching um, if they still kind of struggle like, hey, what do I have to outsource? What's what's my role in the company if I if it grows because when you get team members your role is shifting uh, what you often see with entrepreneurs that become startups that become uh, SMEs um, small um, uh, middle uh, entrepreneurial um, uh, businesses uh, medium entrepreneurial businesses is that they um, yeah they actually sell the company and as a founder, um, go and found something new because they're too entrepreneurial to manage people or to manage status quo or, yeah, it's boring for them and they're more adventurists. And I so I also recognize myself in that if things are getting too structured, yeah, I, my focus is moving on to something else and uh, I'm, I'm off track. Um so purpose, we have talent and passion. And a third one is core values. So what are your personal core values? And with core values, I actually mean what, are the, what is the context you work in uh, or you prefer to work in. And uh, yeah, this is also a trial and error thing. You have to figure it out. Are you really a team player or are you not? You know. And I know you can train things and behavior, uh, but there's also a limit to it. Um, if you're really an obnoxious person and but brilliant mind, um, why should you spend 80% of your time changing yourself to work with others? Um, of course, I hope you're polite and you will not uh, make a hell out of uh, somebody else's life or your environment. But if you're really, um, yeah, if you're really kind of an Einstein person, which was also not, some, not the most sociable person, then uh, focus on that and uh, let others do other stuff, you know? Get somebody in your team that is super uh, open and, co and a connector, 100%, uh, um, etc. So, yeah, I think you have to be really honest in terms of that. And for me, personally, I've noticed that I like to work with small teams and preferably with people in my team that are better in whatever they do than me, you know. So for me, uh, personally, for me, interns that I really have to, yeah, have to uh, 
I'm just checking my batteries are a bit low. If I really have to explain everything to an intern from A to Z what to do because he or she is insecure or really do it, of course, I have, uh, I have some patience. But after a while, I feel, uh, yeah, I, f I, I, I don't feel challenged. So this is also the passion part again. I have to feel challenged in my work context. So if people are doing brilliant thing, brilliant, brilliant things, I also feel challenged to do uh, brilliant things in my, in my, uh, on my, in my zone of competences, so to speak. Um, so that could be it, you know. Do you want to work autonomously, and to which extent? Maybe you want to work really on your as a freelancer and only deal with your clients, which is fine. Uh, but like me, I don't want to work like a freelancer. I love to have people around me that uh, build on something that uh, that is uh, contributing to a same mission, something bigger than yourself. Um, yes, and I also like to contribute to the better world. So I need people around me to uh, to upskill and to see more. I can see. Um, so, and another example of core competences, or I mean uh, core values, um, is, for example, do you want to work context-independent? Do you want to work in a context that is, um, um, that is always static, like an office, uh, which is fine? Or, or do you want to work in different uh, areas, different uh, work contexts, um, where people, where there's different people, there's different environment, uh, etc. Uh, for me, this is the case. I that's why I'm doing a lot of stuff online nowadays. I really want to, uh, yeah, scale my business by working more online, and not so much um, that I don't like love to work with people because I love to do my trainings uh, in person. But it's more about that you know, if I'm in India. I don't want to worry about my plane ticket back. And uh, when I was there last April, I did worry about my plane ticket back. And yeah, it's not sustainable for me, neither for the people I work with. Um, if I uh, yeah, am a thief of my own wallet, because my expenses in the Netherlands are also uh, yeah, rising, of course. I'm not... Uh, I'm not an Indian citizen, and I'm not going to live there forever, so or 24-7. So this is something you have to consider too. Do you want to work in a context? Do you want to change it a lot? Um, but also what are your circumstances? Maybe you have a family and uh, yeah, he or your partner's ideas are really different. So you have to yeah, reconsider what your work style is. And another core, comp uh, core sorry, core value of mine. So I've mentioned autonomy, um, working text uh, independent um, and another one is working with people in a team that are uh, well high competent um, and a fourth one is to um, what was it again autonomously I've already mentioned the fourth one is that oh shoot I just thought of it um I'm distracted because the battery was almost empty. Anyway, I will uh, I will think of it. What the fourth um, core value is of mine? 
Um, so this is actually the purpose. Um, and the fourth element of, of purpose is also what do you like to contribute to the world? Because I really believe that your purpose is in line with that too, into something bigger that is just representing you or your skills or whatever footprint in a positive or negative way you leave on, on this planet. But also what what are your... Yeah, what kind of movement do you join or accelerate or move forward while you're on this uh, planet? Um, and I'm not spiritual so much, um, but I do believe that there is uh, yeah, something bigger than you. And uh, it's really great to be aware of that. So, yeah, it also empowers you that uh, it's not for nothing that you're here. Um So that's a little bit about po potential. So if you want to tap into your potential, think of those four things. Um, your talents, your passion, your core values, and what do you want to contribute to the world. And then you come up to your, with your purpose or your personal vision or sweet spot, whatever they call it. So I think if we create businesses that are purpose-driven, by individuals because they align with the core with the with the mission statement or vision statement or whatever they call it and then i think um, your business is in a good space and you will always contribute something um, which goes beyond money which could be social or environmental related and um, and also not in terms of greenwashing you know start up your own foundation next to your business just to do something for the better. Um, no, I really mean that the core business is also having an impact on the planet. Um, I've been to San Francisco a few times, SOCAP, Social Capital Markets Conference, which is, was a really great experience. I've been a volunteer there for a couple of times, and I hope in the future I can actually have a, a spot on the in their uh, in their training scheme so I can train their uh, social entrepreneurs. Um, however, um, I remember a quote by uh, Jones, what's his name, Jones Green, uh, a really interesting American um, citizen of, the, of, of, of um, New York. He came with uh, solar panels and making uh, uh, the, the Bronx green, a green area, and creating social jobs and all that. Uh, or green jobs, as they call it, of course. And he mentioned, no margin, if there's no meaning, there's no margin. So if there's no meaningfulness in your business, um, then there should not be a margin either, or there will not be a margin in the end, because it's just a short-term investment. And I really uh, agree with that. Um, so I've been talking for quite a time. Uh, let me see if I'm still... On air, yes. Sorry for my uh, my missing point <laughs> about the, uh, the core uh, values. I still think about it, what it was. It's, uh, ah, I know what it was. So core values, uh, I've mentioned autonomy, uh, your team members, which, uh, in which relationship do they contribute to the company? Are you like a leader or are you the same page? Are you uh, challenged by them? And the third one was um, uh, uh, context-related environment or work environment or not. And the fourth one is actually um, 
perfectionism, <laughs> but also in the good sense of the word. Do you really want to produce a product that it's it's okay? People use it, you know, like a, maybe a hamburger of the McDonald's. Maybe it's not a good example. But it's okay. You will eat it if you're hungry. Or uh, are you going for excellence uh, in terms of the ingredients, in terms of where the ingredients come from, and in terms of how the product looks, how it's perceived, how it's communicated, uh, the people that w- are working uh, around this uh, project, etc. So I think I'm one of those. Sometimes I don't like it so much. <laughs> Uh, because it's often also really tiring on the other hand you know after two years of really being judgmental about my own skills and my products and also listening to my environment about what could be improved I do think I have a really beautiful product right now which is uh, host transform sessions host to transform.com and um Yeah, I provide weekly uh, sessions of 20 minutes for free often, um, for sometimes not, depends the situation. And here I actually uh, unlock potential of uh, startups and uh, entrepreneurs and whoever is in the, in, the, in, the, in the work environment. I want to take it forward to accelerators and incubators and emerging startups that are already seeded. And next to that, I train other professionals or even coaches and, and lectures uh, and leaders and trainers and community leads of, uh, of for example, Imtahab in Amsterdam um, to, to provide those same sessions. So I'm working on an online program now and it will be finished within two months. <laughs> so I have a deadline and I would love uh, to share that with you guys so i will uh, call it a I call it a day for in terms of the podcast i hope you enjoyed it and uh, follow my podcast so uh, there will be more of these and if you have some common responses or ideas or inspiration please share it with me uh email or you can find me on facebook jessica tangledern and i'm please uh respond to the facebook page uh to the business page Jessica Tangelder and not to the personal page I'm not using it anymore and uh, or send me an email uh, Jessica Tangelder at uh, gmail.com or host transform I think it's all there at the podcast uh, I'm not really familiar with it yet anyhow let's keep in touch and I hope to uh, that you will listen soon again ciao ciao have an agile day